a playlist original. It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I'm so glad you're here, and I am rounding out our three-part bonus series of And Just Like That Season 2 coverage with Maddie from Parked Car Combos, and it was a super fun episode. I will put episodes one and two in the episode show notes. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, you can do that. But it was so fun covering the season with the three girls. I had Lisa, Jenna, and of course Maddie on and couldn't have been more fun. It was a delight to watch this series because of podcasting with them. I am going to do a part two to this episode because I got so many great listener comments that due to just time I wasn't able to include in the episode so I'm going (laughs) to record a bonus to the bonus so definitely check that out. Okay friends without a further ado here's my conversation with Maddie. I'm back with a very special guest Maddie from Park to Car Convos is here. Maddie how are you? Good how are you? I'm so good. I was like because we're marathon podcasters I like Mm -hmm. literally like got myself a water, like lit a candle. Like I was like, we're going to be here for a while. And I'm kind of glad like we don't have to go detail by detail today. No, it's like that would be painstaking, but we would have done it. We would have done it. But like it's the fact that like some of the most brutal TV was that I've ever watched was included mm. in this season. Um, yeah. We don't have to like relive that drama. <laughs> like, no, we please. don't. I also recently, one of my best friends just started watching Sex in the City for the first time. Yeah. And I go, promise me you will never watch this reboot. I was like, it will ruin everything. Because she's like loving Sex in the City, obviously. And I'm like, you, you can't touch, you can't. Because I know you're going to want to, naturally. You're going to be, like, curious. I said, don't. Don't do it. No, that's so true. And tell her not to watch the movies either. (laughs) She actually, she watched one of the movies on a plane. And that's what got her into it. I'm like, that's scary that you wanted to watch more after that. Yeah, that's, like, fucking brutal. Yeah, so brutal. Yeah, so we're going to talk about episodes 8 through 11. But I wanted to hear about your first like how was the first half of this season for you it was a lot and I think we talked about this with last season too there's just so many characters that they're I feel like they're trying to do too much and then I think that's kind of why the end of the season felt so like incomplete because there was so many other storylines to kind of like wrap up that they just like didn't have time to so that was like kind of something that I was and I it was like I like all of the characters for the most part so like I enjoyed watching their storylines but at the same time it's like we're just getting little bits and pieces of everyone yeah and it feels like it's not I don't know but yeah it was another it was more of the same and I was expecting that (laughs) it literally was like in the same best way I can put it yeah Yeah, 100% but you're so right I actually like all these characters even Che Mm -hmm. like Che has their good moments and like brings the comedy not in their stand-up though (laughs) 
<laughs> just in their real life. Like, no, I need to know who's writing their stand-up because yeah. that's horrible. Horrendous. But there was a little bit of drama. Um, Sarah Miraz, the actor that plays Che, got mm-hmm. a cut article written about them and like clapped back at mm-hmm. like the criticisms that were in the article. So... We'll yeah, see. I saw something about that, but I didn't I didn't dive too deep into it. But I thought that was interesting. Yeah, well, I covered on episode 151. That's coming <laughs> okay, out on Sunday. So. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> now I'll be all caught up. Totally. Okay, let's dive into episode eight. We're just going to go character by character, but we're just going to do the high level kind of mm-hmm. drama. So like Carrie and Aiden, at this point, a month has passed since their mm-hmm. first February 14th dinner. Mm-hmm. And they're just in like honeymoon heaven. One thing I will say is the passing of time in the show is so confusing. I know. They do not even try to make it clear what's going on <laughs> oh. or like where we're at ever. All I'm of like, a sudden they're like three weeks has passed. <laughs> like They say it in the most like, of course we, we would know that. And it's like, I have, what are you talking about? How is it fall? How is it winter? Like, it, what's going on? It's very confusing. Oh, but, yeah, because they were in their winter coats, like, two episodes ago, and now it's, like, right. spring. <laughs> it's <laughs> so weird. And then by by the end of the season, they're talking about, like, going on, like, a summer trip. So yeah, it's like, what's, to the Hamptons. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Who fucking knows? But uh, Carrie is doing what she normally does, like, fully invested in the guy, dropping her friends. But she's walking on the street with Miranda. And she's like, I am having like the best time. Like, did I make a mistake cheating on Aiden with Big? Like, was marrying Big the mistake? Should I have been with Aiden this whole time? I thought that was weird. (laughs) That was a weird thing to say about your deceased husband. (laughs) Your 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 not long deceased husband. Like, uh, I kind of regret ever being with him. Kind of weird. I guess I think I should have been with this guy the whole time because he's still alive. Like that's low-key the vibe she was giving off. No, I know. So strange. It was so ugly. And the way that she said it was big a big mistake. Like she was writing one of her sex in the city columns. Mm -hmm. I was like, I fucking Mm -hmm. hate you. (laughs) No, yeah, that was but it was also weird because like it was brought up and then it was just like never touched on again. I'm like, uh Oh yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) You entirely just questioned like the last what 20 years of your life and now you're like, meh. I'm good. So they're like, like moving on though. <laughs> yeah, like, it's actually that's like the theme of this season though is just like yes. yeah, a storyline and then dropping it out of nowhere. Because they don't have enough time to like pick back up on like was big a mistake. Like come on. Yeah, and <laughs> kind he, of a big one. Yeah, this is another bone I have to pick. It's like in Sex in the City, it was I th- pretty sure 24 episodes a season half hour this is only 10 Mm -hmm. episodes like bring back the 24 episode seasons like you just Mm -hmm. can't cover enough good shit or like as in-depth as you need to when you only do 10 episodes that or just like why did you introduce all these characters to such an extent like they could have had you know like Seema could have been more of a side character which like she is but like there's still scenes that it's like just her and none of the other like main characters so like it's it's so weird the way that they did that and it's like I love all those characters so I'm glad that we get to see them a lot but at the same time it's like if you're just like half-assing it it's like what's the point yeah it kind of is a disservice to both the main cast and the yeah uh, supporting characters because it's like 
the supporting characters don't get to be well-rounded and we Mm -hmm. see them and it's kind of fucking random. And then the main cast, they just skip over a bunch of stuff because they have to make time Mm -hmm. for the new cast. So it's like a lose-lose. Did you like Aiden coming back and like their honeymoon phase? Like, do you think that this is the right time for Aiden? Were you were you team Aiden or team Big when when you first watched the show? I think I was. I I went through phases because there was definitely times where I loved Aiden, but I think ultimately I was team Big. But I thought just the whole thing seemed so random that she's like, "Oh, I'll just email him," and then the next episode he's there and they're like in love again. Like yeah. it, it was just like so yeah. quick. Yeah. And I remember we had talked about this. I think the last time I was on the podcast we had talked because we had just seen that that he was going to be in this season from like the leaked photos and everything and i thought they were going to do it more like he just happened to be in new york and they like ran into each other and it was this like beautiful thing but instead she was like emailing him like hey stranger (laughs) and then he's like there it's like that kind of like took it out of it for me because i was like that's so i don't know that's like too real i don't like that but um no but they were they were definitely really cute together although i was kind of like her friends were saying like you seem to be like moving super fast with him and it's like yeah they were in a relationship for like a long time so like I get that but it it did seem like they were like really jumping in the deep end totally but yeah they were they're cute yeah yeah they they were super cute in this episode they're like in Che's apartment and Mm -hmm. going houseware shopping and they do exactly what I do when you are like trying to sneak an extra person into a hotel or like something like that, (laughs) where you're like the most awkward, like, Mm -hmm. like just throwing like verbal diarrhea, like, (laughs) like facts to like strangers in the elevator. Like I've done that so many times. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And then Che like, Oh my God asks why it doesn't work out. And they're like, (laughs) but then they were like fully, embracing in that moment and I'm like there is another person in this room right now it seems like such a weird time to be like I made a mistake (laughs) (laughs) like caresses him I'm like oh my god I hated that so much it was so intimate it was so intimate it's like did they actually work out what the mistake was like I know the mistake was the cheating but did they work out like why she was cheating and like no I did like in another episode I don't think it was this one how he was like I was trying to lock you down because I felt out of control like that was I was like oh that's real life but like Mm -hmm. yeah like what was she doing to make him feel out of control I guess cheating Mm -hmm. on him but he didn't know that like I don't know there was just like so much that we just didn't like that would have been interesting to dive into Mm-hmm. totally so Seema is really upset with Carrie because she's single she's talked about how she has never had like a great love and how Carrie mm-hmm. has had two and Carrie like kind of ghosts her with the Hamptons and stuff like that and so they're at a hair classic salon Carrie. <laughs> yeah literally classic Carrie they're at a hair salon and Seema straight up ignores her what would you, you have done in this situation like are you if I was Carrie or if I was Seema if you were Seema I don't I don't get why she ignored her. That seemed really dramatic. <laughs> but like, I would have done that. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Just because I don't want to confront her at, the, at that moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I, but like, she had to walk literally right in front of her. I was like, how do you think this is going to work, girl? Yeah. Seema yeah. seemed so different this season in general. I feel like last season she was so like 
boss bitch like so confident and this season she was like I don't know they I feel like she was kind of struggling a bit yeah and in a way that I was like it didn't feel like it was her character kind of but yeah this was this was an awkward encounter but I totally get what she was saying like she didn't want to that's been like, me. Go to the Hamptons for the summer with with two, with a couple. That's not fun at yeah. all. No, I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. She says, I won't love who I am around him. And I also really like mm-hmm. that, too, because it's like as much as you work on yourself, I feel like with, you know, certain insecurities, mm-hmm. this one being that she doesn't have like a long term partner. I feel like outside stuff can still be triggering and like totally and like as much therapy and stuff as you can do like sometimes you just just can't do that and I I think that's so relatable (laughs) no it was like a super honest conversation which was necessary so I'm glad that Carrie didn't let her (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was good but she eventually comes around and meets Aiden and it's like super cute Mm -hmm. which is yeah that was really cute when she goes to the dinner yeah yeah so this was a fun plot line. Miranda gets her internship back at the Human Rights Watch. And her, like, I guess Gen Z or millennial colleagues are, like, talking shit about her. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, being so fucking rude. And it's like, so a, rude. a, you work at the Human Rights Watch. Uh, so you should, like, I don't know, have empathy. <laughs> like, be polite. You would literally think. Yeah, yeah. bare minimum. You would... <laughs> You would not be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a weird thing. And it was also like when her boss was like, Why do you feel bad for these other interns? I was kinda like, No, so true. Like you literally have so much experience. Like that checks like it all tracks. Like, you know what I mean? Totally. And like why are those interns being rude to her when she's clearly and like they would have talked about this at some point. She was a a Harvard lawyer. She was mm-hmm. top of her grad class and she was a practicing lawyer for 30 years and she's yeah. doing her master's. Like, of course, like, it doesn't matter that they've been there for like an extra six months or whatever. She's right. Right. At least in my eyes, it's like she just has way more experience and stuff. Like, no, it yeah, makes it sense. Was... She would jump to like taking notes in a meeting. <laughs> like... The esteemed role of note taker. Yeah. In a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it I just agree. bothers me so much how Miranda is still. We talked about this extensively when we covered season one, but she's like a bumbling idiot. Like, why does she not pick up the cues that like like that she should have? I-, I don't know. Like, it's not like first come, first serve. Like, right. It makes right. sense for her as like a literally high powered at- attorney for many years to like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just like pe- have people base her tasks on her experience versus like just time at the company. Like, I I don't know. She just seems like so lost to that. No, she's like definitely still in her bumbling idiot era. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. hoping for a redemption arc in season three, because I can't <laughs> deal with it anymore. Because it's still season the end it's, of season two and she's still a mess. Yes. Yeah. Do you think that, maybe that's a little bit more relatable if we do see it as like she was like so high strung so go-getter in her late 20s and 30s when we saw her last that maybe she missed some of the like 
personal development like because she was so career focused that she just like that could be actually yeah like missed some of this other stuff I don't know Mm -hmm. that could be You'll have to write to the writers. Yeah. yeah like, hey, quick cue. Can I just like, yeah. I, don't, I unfortunately don't know if they thought about it as much as we're doing right <laughs> yeah. now. I'm- Based on a lot of the script, I would have to think we are diving way deeper into these things than they ever did. Yeah. But Literally. Charlotte takes her on her full-time job at the art gallery and the kids are thrilled to see her leave the house because they're fucking assholes. Like, if I had to give worst character awards out this season, it's to fucking Rock and Lily. I'm trying to think if there was anyone that I thought was worst. Oh, Wyatt. (laughs) Is Is that F to say? I don't care. He was weird. Okay, up until (laughs) yeah, I know you don't mean the car crash, but like no, 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 no. Up until him, his like actual breakdown. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's actually no saving that. Yeah, one hundred. There's no saving that. He's just like he was in his villain era a little bit, a little bit. But I'm like, how could Aiden, such a sweet soul, and Kathy, who seems totally normal, create a monster of a child? Like, yeah that it was it was a something weird that I was just kind of like where did this come from like yeah. what is this yeah yeah um but yeah Charlotte has asshole kids yeah for sure so she uh goes with Lisa to get some new clothes she's worried about her mom I wrote mom pouch but I think it's mom pooch possibly yeah yeah I think it is pooch yeah so <laughs> I wrote the most unhinged notes for this. So she you looked, know you did. <laughs> so she looks at old pictures of the girls when she's like younger and skinnier and she gets an inspo pick out. Like we've all fucking been there <laughs> and decides to just like develop an ED <laughs> and just no, she, bone broth for days. Yeah, she truly makes the conscious decision. I'm going to try to lose and then keeps talking about how she used to be able to like lose five pounds in like a day (laughs) (laughs) that was never okay (laughs) just because you could and then they just again Uh. don't dive into that no they they don't she just like takes off the spanks at one point (laughs) i'm healed i don't need these no but this is the this is the worst part is that she goes to the the gallery in two pairs of Spanx. She can't fucking breathe. Um, and then she sees a larger person in a crop top looking chic and confident. And she's like, you know what? If you can do it, I can do it. And mm-hmm. then she like cuts them off. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think that that memo is like problematic. But I think me trying to put a positive spin on something otherwise problematic. Mm-hmm. It also could have been an ode to when she used to work in a gallery and it was like the standards at that point were so different and she had to be so like prim and proper and like they only wanted these like model skinny people in the gallery representing the like their art and things like that so I was kind of taking it to be like oh now it's just they want people who like have that skill set and like have the knowledge about you know and have the personality to like so that's kind of how I was taking it she's like okay wait we don't have these same like standards anymore I don't have to look as like prim and proper as like I used to have to look and I don't have to be worried about that and it's more about having 
the skills to do the job like like it should have always been about but yeah okay um, I that's kind of how that. I saw it thank you like I actually like needed that because I was hating on this scene so much it's like again we need to write to the writers because like you're not you're not clearly communicating here <laughs> literally I'm like I'm yeah. taking fucking notes like I'm watching this on a split yeah. screen so no, they didn't take any notes <laughs> it's like if I'm not getting this like no one right. is <laughs> no I think they, they had like a first draft and they're like sure we'll just <laughs> let's go <laughs> submit yeah uh, so Anthony, our last little character in episode eight, um, is working with Giuseppe, the Italian poet. They have like an erotic ghost moment where, do you mm. know the movie Ghost? I don't know. Okay, there's this moment uh, where, like, I guess the, I've never watched it either, but apparently there's this iconic moment where uh, they are the main characters. There's like a potting wheel Mm -hmm. and like one is sitting behind the others and working the clay (laughs) Mm -hmm. then they do the same thing with the dough again the cleanliness standards in this fucking shop like please please get them shut down (laughs) no yeah it was not good he's like no you have to do it (laughs) also like I'm no baker, but like his technique seemed off a bit. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't think you have to go that hard, but I'm and also like, I'm also not Italian, so what do I know? Well, that's the other thing. It's like, do you have any other skills other than being Italian? Like, not any other skills, but like, do you have like a certificate in like cooking mm-hmm. or like baking or something? Because like, yeah, his his plotline was so weird. It was so sporadic. It's like we found him on the street. He's on the show. Um, the Drew Barrymore. Like, what was that? <laughs> and then, and then, the, then Anthony's like, you have to work for me. Like, that was weird. Yeah. But he doesn't. Oh. He's like, yeah, you have to continue to work with me. But then he finds out he's gay. And then he's like, actually, you can't work with me. Yeah. <laughs> In, like, the weirdest way possible. Like, he was so... It was that was dramatic. He's like, get away from me! It's like, he's like, like he was running really, around the kitchen. He's like he's like writhing in pain at the fact that Giuseppe's gay. He's like, yeah. Not yeah. suddenly he cannot control himself in any capacity. That was that's what I was gonna ask you. Have you ever met someone where you have to physically move out of their way because you can't control yourself? Like what no no and I think I'm in good company with that I don't think a lot of people have had such visceral reactions to finding out that someone else might be sexually attracted to them but they're like it's like giving yeah it was um, over the top it was giving Edward Cullen um in the bio lab when he first meets Bella and he's like no you're so right you're so right God. Okay, episode nine. This was my favorite episode of the season. It felt the most like Sex in the City. I saw you write that and I was like, actually, so true. Because it yeah. definitely, it was just like a, it was a good episode. Yeah. I wonder, I'll look it up after the fact, but I wonder if uh, they had like a different writer or something mm. like that. <laughs> a writer that took notes. A writer that <laughs> knew what she was doing. <laughs> so Carrie has now met Aiden's kids. And they straight up just didn't show that. No. And also, Tori did write why it is fucking weird. So I'm not. 
I'm not alone. I'm not the asshole. Yeah. So that was like, again, I guess a time lapse. I was like, that would have been fun right. to see. I would have loved to see Carrie at a farm. That's something that I felt like this was missing this season was yeah. Carrie in Aiden's environment. Yeah. And then we could have had so many flashbacks to when she went to the cabin. Exactly. It was like, I need that. I need that duality here. Yeah, we didn't have it. Yeah. But uh, Wyatt, the 14-year-old, FaceTimes with Aiden and Carrie. And, like, he's just such a dick to Carrie. Which I think that that part is normal in terms of, like, totally. teens and, like, their split their up parents. Their parents dating. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Wait, one thing we didn't touch on yeah. that I'm remembering what were your general thoughts on Aiden literally not wanting to step foot in Carrie's apartment? Oh. Because <laughs> we just didn't yeah. talk. Maybe you talked about it. I can't remember when that happened. but Yeah, it, it happened, I think, prior to these mm-hmm. episodes. But, like, there's a point that I get it because it's, like, he was obviously, like, really fucked up about it. But it's, like, okay, but if you haven't moved past that not moved past healed from that which was again like 15 to 25 years ago like I think that's a little weird I thought it was just like so I I thought it was so strange and like just the all of the extra hoops that they had to jump to because he literally wouldn't step foot in like the place where she lived and also how just like unrealistic that would be in any other circumstance like could you imagine if you start dating someone like I won't go (laughs) it's like like, okay, hey. well, I'm not made of money. I can't get this hotel all the time. But Carrie fucking like, is, allegedly. Yeah, like, she she is. But, like, I was like, that just seems so... And then, like, to be him and see her having to, like, jump through all these hoops to, like, get them hotel rooms and then, like, sublet from Shay and, like, all this stuff. I'm like, wouldn't you kind of feel bad and be like, okay, fine. But you can, like... I feel like at some point I would have caved because that's, like, so weird. And it was just, like always dramatic and he was like i will never (laughs) like he had to be so serious about it it was that was a lot totally and if i was carrie i'd be like also i have renovated the place so much that you like literally Mm -hmm. can't even tell it's the same apartment totally like the only thing that's like the same is like the fucking rotary phone everything else looks Mm -hmm. like different different. yeah Mm -hmm. so i'm just kind of like i get why you would maybe be upset but like for months not being able to do it and having to yeah shell out all of this money is ridiculous it was just a lot yeah it was so much um but carrie's finally fed up with that and she says seema i need you to find me a place um because i'm gonna sell the apartment and she looks at one that is four bedrooms three bath that she ends up getting with a fucking private park in like access yeah. to a parking gramercy like was big gramercy that Park. rich like apparently no apparently i know i thought that was kind of strange too in this season they like touched on how rich carrie was like several times and it was also so weird because like miranda didn't have a place to live and carrie's just like sorry i have to go buy a brand new <laughs> yeah. home for myself like, <laughs> it was so weird with four bedrooms yeah. yeah and she like didn't offer miranda the the old apartment she didn't offer her to fucking stick her up at a hotel for a little bit like why didn't miranda sublet Che's apartment like i'm just so confused yeah. She had so many options, and yeah. she really chose the worst one. <laughs> Literally, yeah. And it wouldn't have been bad if Naya's bathroom wasn't 
through her bedroom. Totally. Yeah. But it was still like a super small room. Like she was sleeping like a twin size bed. I'm like, you could have could have done a little bit better. Yeah. You have connections. You know people. Like this is sad. Like it was sad. Yeah. So Kathy, uh, Aiden's ex, goes for coffee with Carrie, and she said she's read her book, Loved and Lost. She asks her not to write about the boys, and she says you can't hurt him again. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like a nothing moment. Totally, like. totally. And then I actually called this. I wrote in the notes, bumps into Lizette. We'll probably offer her the apartment mm-hmm. in a future episode, and that is what happens. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah. Me too. So my- I oh, go ahead. predict a Lizette spinoff. I would watch that in a heartbeat. I feel like they're grooming her to be the next Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. Like she takes over the apartment. She has Carrie. I could so see that happening at some point. Oh, yeah. She has Carrie hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's just like in her like young in New York era. Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah. I would love that. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Miranda is still upset that Brady is not going to college. So mm-hmm. she asks Charlotte uh, for Lily to hang out with Brady. And it's just like, yeah, let's put the emotional labor and like on this younger girl. Like this is just so classic, like no offense, but flop boy. And then like I see this all the time with like siblings or whatever, or friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like flop boy. And then it's like, oh, we'll get the good girl to like uh fix him (laughs) to be a good influence on him yeah yeah and also like what is she supposed to say like college is cool you should like like, he doesn't want to go Miranda get over it yeah like yeah that was weird especially because like she's not even in college she's literally still in high school so like yeah and like how is it supposed like she goes to see him at the bar he works at and what she's supposed to be like have you done your homework I don't I don't understand the the end point there. And then it's like they're so shocked when they end up hooking up. It's like, what did you think was going to happen? I you know. forced them to be together, essentially. <laughs> you set them up on a date, basically. And then and then Charlotte, like, completely spirals. Yeah. And it's like, unless they get married. I'm like, girl, <laughs> we need to all take it down on several notches. But that's and then, so Charlotte. Like... And then it's never brought up again. <laughs> they're like seen at uh the party for i think her birth and they like get pizza or something it's like so anticlimactic yeah yeah oh my god (laughs) that's so so cringe so yeah she's uh charlotte spiraling spiraling (laughs) about lily and brady harry is planning herbert's event why no also just like generally speaking the intertwining of all of these people i cannot get it straight because it just feels like some people like obviously like lisa and charlotte are like really close friends more so than like lisa is with other women in the group yeah but it just seems like randomly there'll be like these and i'm like oh i was not under the impression that like you guys were that close like why is that happening why is he planning his like campaign kickoff party or something it was so random because isn't he a divorce lawyer isn't that how he met charlotte yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so that was weird. Uh, that was weird. And then Mark, who is the art gallery guy that offered Charlotte a job, comes to the event and Harry thinks he's into Charlotte. Did you get those vibes? No. I kind of thought that they were going to head 
like push that in that direction and like i thought we would see more of the two of them interacting but we never even saw him at the gallery ever no no right so it's like i was like i i was kind of seeing that initially when he offered her the job i was like oh i could see that turning into like them working together all the time and then he like is really into her but that we didn't even see them together ever again so no. i was like that seemed totally off base another fucking plot hole it just made, it made no sense totally. yeah it was weird but settle this for the listeners do you get like no, i'm scared <laughs> do you think victor garbrandt is hot do you think he has sex appeal wait is that mark i don't know yeah <laughs> please look it up victor what garber <laughs> i hate that name <laughs> He is no. Canadian. No. no, stop. Okay, maybe you have no. to see him in action. <laughs> and Sorry, I'm looking younger. at I'm looking at five pictures of him right now and just no. It's like a it's like a act like I actually cannot imagine a world where this man what do I know him from? I'm trying to think now. My favorite role oh. of him is Legally Blonde. He's in Legally Blonde. Yeah, he's the creepy professor yeah. in Legally Blonde. My favorite. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's why. why I have a... That's fair. That's actually legitimate. My favorite role of his is in the Brandy version of Cinderella. Oh, okay. Okay. But okay. Sure. <laughs> You're throwing in your vote. Victor Garber, not hot. No, not hot. <laughs> okay. <Sorry. laughs> Lisa is falling asleep everywhere. She finds out she's pregnant and she's like just worried because, well, this is bleeding into episode nine, but or 10, but she is worried just because it's like not the time. She has like two teenage kids. Totally. And this was a surprise for her and Herbert. And this was like another thing that like this whole incident could have spanned over the course of like the whole season and it lasted for like two episodes and then it was just kind of. Like, that was so, again, so, like, why did you have to do that? Like, why did we have, we didn't need this, you know what I mean? It didn't, like, add to anything, I feel I like. It was so strange. Which fucking sucks, because I actually love the storyline, because I've never seen it in every any TV. I, as an older woman, mm-hmm. getting knocked up and considering an abortion, I feel like when you think mm-hmm. of abortions, you think of, like, a 16-year-old girl or, like, a 20-year-old girl or whatever, So I was like, this is so interesting. And then it was just, I thought the acting was also very beautiful, but like Mm -hmm. the, they handled it well, they handled it so well. But then it was like, yeah, it was like a total of 10 minutes. It almost seems like they wanted to write it in just so they could talk about like abortion rights. Do you know what I mean? It was like, that's maybe that's a point of like, so, so social justice activism that we haven't touched on this season. Yeah, like, yeah. We have Remember your list? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Like, like they're like, we have to, someone has to get pregnant so we can yeah. talk about this. Well, and then they're like, okay, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Well, Lisa literally is like, because I think one of them is like, oh yeah, like we could consider an abortion. And she was like, I love that I have that right. Like, I feel like she was like direct look to camera. I love that I have that right, but I don't think yeah, that's it's for like, me. You, <laughs> like, you could like almost see it like, like I could see them panning and she's like wearing a t-shirt that's like <laughs> pro row. It's like, okay, well, yeah, we knew. Thanks. 
yeah. like it has some like abortion fund on it that's like donate <laughs> like, that's what it seemed like it was almost like so orchestrated but totally but no they did handle it well so that was good yeah yeah and it's like we knew queen lisa like honestly best character of the show is in isn't gonna be anti-abortion totally like, totally it wasn't a question in anyone's mind yeah, yeah. So Naya, this is brutal. Uh, she's having good sex with like randos off of Tinder, but mm-hmm. she accidentally opens Instagram and sees that Andre did knock up Heidi with a hat. Yeah, that. <laughs> and then that's kind of also like brushed over that like <laughs> yeah. her like very recent like long term life partner is now getting another woman pregnant. Yeah. Within months. Yeah. <laughs> it was so quick. Yeah. So quick. No, totally. Yeah, that was a lot. I felt really bad for Naya. Yeah, I do too. Uh she, yeah, she had a rough season. Che is still working at the vets, flirts with mm-hmm. another non binary person, Toby, and brings a kid into Carrie's um and I put never to be mentioned again, but we actually do get we did. Shoes. But it was it was random. <laughs> we get no. I'm not okay with that. We get shoes introduction again in episode eleven. Also, really cute cat though. Really cute. Really, really cute. cute cat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Also, just like unhinged to bring someone a cat and like leave it with them. Like, oh. Also, Carrie not the most responsible. So like, kind of <laughs> well, a bold choice. She fucking leaves to Greece. Where's shoe? Like, where? Like, where, literally, where is shoe? <laughs> I have an APB out for shoe the cat because I need to find him. Yeah, that was unhinged. Yeah. Uh, Seema is sleeping with Ravi Gordy, the director, in his new rental apartment that costs $37,000 a month. Which is, like, totally the same budget as me. But yeah, I yeah. was... That's not my year's this, salary. <laughs> this whole plot line, I just... It was so... It was so not done well. They gave us no reason to like this Ravi guy at all. And then Seema's like, I'm in love with him and I've never felt anything like this. And it's like, girl, based on what? We haven't seen that. And they like wanted us to think this is like Seema's great love story. And I'm like, he's always on his phone. (laughs) She hates him. She literally hates him. And she's like, I've just never felt like this before. I'm like, I think you have. I don't think you like him at all. No, it's and they so like true. expected us to see it through this lens of like, finally she's in love. And it's like, no, no, no one was getting those vibes. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. I know. I felt really, really bad. But I also, and I'm sure you've talked about this in other episodes. The guy that she was dating at the beginning of the season, like they had way better chemistry yes. and everything. So that was so weird to me that they never ended up revisiting that later. I kept waiting for him to like pop back up like towards the end of this season and he just like didn't. And then she like has this new guy who just is like, I just didn't think they had like any chemistry. And we were supposed to all of a sudden be like, oh my God, finally she's in love. And like, no, she's not. No. Who's going to tell her that? She's not in love. No, I was like, so he d- this guy doesn't know one damn thing about you. No, truly not a thing. Yeah. And he's always on his phone and his movies don't seem great. Even though fucking Aiden no. was obsessed with them. Like, <laughs> like he couldn't shut the fuck up about them. Yeah. That was so walky. 
Yeah, I do really feel bad for her because you're right. It's like the first eight episodes, she's talking about how she's never had this great love, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then they just stick her with like the most random. random man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if you're going to try and make it seem like that, there has to be like more of a build up too, to yeah. like them falling in love instead. It's just like her blurting out that she loves him. And then she's like, oh no. It's like, uh, what? what's going on with you, girl? Also, if I'm 56 and I care about my mom pooch saying I love you during sex or fucking anything else these characters have problems have, like I'm going to no. be so sad. Like this is why I'm in therapy. So when I'm 56, I'm not like this. No, and that's so true. I I live by that. I will not be, okay, if that's the case. Yeah, it's just like, oh, some of these problems, I'm like, this could be so easily solved with, like, a tiny bit of therapy. Yeah, or just, like, not caring. Like, (laughs) trying a little bit to just, like, kind of not care Kind of let stuff go. Kind of let stuff pass you by. Yeah. Yeah. So Anthony is going out for dinner with Giuseppe. He's shy, but he's also feeling uncomfortable that he's not divorced from Stanford. And yeah, I don't even want to fucking talk about their next storyline. <laughs> Giuseppe calls him Tony, like in West Side Story, but also as a nickname. And I thought that was really cute. I didn't. Um, <laughs> what? what? I just like, I just like didn't like him calling him Tony. <laughs> he's like, he was like, that's literally stop calling me that and he's like I thought it was cute (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah just like just like two different kinds of people I guess the point that I I really thought it was a huge jump for Anthony to be like oh he's using me for a green card based on based Based on on actually what what? like because he calls you Tony he like wants to get married to you it's like such a crazy crazy and then he's like no I'm literally a citizen here (laughs) like get fucking owned anthony i literally i'm a citizen you can yeah. screw off you prejudiced fuck like jesus <laughs> seriously what do you have against italian <laughs> like, i can't yeah, yeah that was a weird like and so such like for nothing for nothing yeah literally no payoff but once that's no. settled they hook up and like hopefully things are a little bit better till the next episode <laughs> yeah until until it gets bad again okay episode 10 carrie and aiden go to coney island to see steve's new like fucking hot dog stand or something another i don't know i'm just happy for steve (laughs) okay 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 no i'm happy for him yeah he seems to be going back to his roots which i love that's true like non-pretentious brooklyn bullshit yeah he was never yeah he was never about that life yeah. And we all knew it. So it was kind of beautiful to see him return to his roots. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wyatt continues to be annoying and is calling Aiden, foreshadowing for what happens later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. And Carrie wins a dinner for 16 people. Which, like, <laughs> the odds that it's 16 people, like, the exact number of all the cast, like, shut up. Yeah. And, like, so she's like, okay, we're going to do a Last Supper at... The apartment because so the Michelin star chef will come and do everything. And the I will say, like, all the candles and all of the, like, napkins and, like, silverware. No, it looked so cute. It looked so good. I was mm-hmm. angry. Okay. <laughs> we find out that, yeah, or we see Carrie tell Miranda that she's hanging out with Che and Steve and is like, 
yeah, you like full out, like cut off your exes once you break up with them. But like there's, I want to let you know that they're still a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And then we see Carrie basically give her apartment to Lizette and mm-hmm. keep the cat. So she's like a changed, a changed woman. Apparently. Yeah. All just like, ugh. Yeah, like again, like fucking nothing plot lines. All just details we don't need. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And also the Miranda thing, that's interesting. Like she does cut off her exes. So like that would mm-hmm. be, I think, cool to deep dive. And she like, again, basically doesn't do that. I don't know. She like, they talk about it for like two seconds. I will say though, besides like obviously her ex-husband who she has a child with, like obviously you would want to have a good relationship with your ex-husband with whom you have a child. I don't understand why they were making it out to be such a bad thing that she like cuts her. What is she supposed to do? Be friends with them all? Like that's weird. That would be so weird if her as like a grown woman in her 50s is like still friendly with like Skipper. her ex from yeah. like her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's like that's just like not necessary. Yeah. And she was like making it out to be like it was or they were making her friends were making it out to be like it was like she's so like tough and it's like what she's supposed to do. Like that's honestly healthy I feel like in a lot of circumstances like like i said it wouldn't be with like steve like i get that and like che she's gonna have to see at like certain events so like that makes sense but i feel like they were like kind of painting that out to be like a super negative thing and i'm like okay yeah sorry she's not like emailing her exes like years and years later saying like hey stranger (laughs) like literally some people have boundaries and they can move on from things like literally that's so true oh my god that's so true yeah i think that's fine too because also and like also in tv shows if she was friends with her exes they wouldn't be in her life in terms of like a storyline like if she was a real person maybe she's seen get like them once in a while and getting coffee but they're not like her best that wouldn't be right yeah right that's weird yeah that would be weird that's a really good point that I like didn't even really think about Stanford writes a letter to Carrie and mm-hmm. says that he's staying in Japan as a monk and sent divorce papers to Anthony at some I, point yeah. I kind of just want to be like he passed away and like now yeah, they can't this do was that such, but like this was such like an interesting choice for his brand to become a monk yeah I was kind of like you had so many options of how of how to kind of write him off the show with so much like admiration for this character and you choose to like make him a monk and he's just like sends he's like you can have all my stuff that was just like weird to me i yeah. had no yeah i thought they could have done something more like heartfelt totally a little bit totally or yeah. just don't mention it like yeah yeah. E- yeah either or either or if you're gonna do it like do it nicely and like respectfully and not just like up oh, he like ran off to become because they kind of were like not carry so much but um anthony was kind of like making fun of him he's like oh he's a monk like it's like okay like fucking That's brutal so, so uncomfortable to have to do a scene like that yeah. Sure. yeah yeah when the person has actually passed away yeah right right i kind of just wish that he sent the divorce papers and then they divorced and they're just yeah. like, yeah, he's successful in Japan and likes living there. He'll right, visit yeah. when he can. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do like that Carrie approaches this conversation with two cocktails and apparently her dummying that cocktail when they cheers to Stanny was impromptu. That wasn't written in the script. She did that. As, oh, really? Yeah, just like a little 
owed to oh, that's him. Nice. So that's cute. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah, we have the conversation that I mentioned before about Aiden apologizing mm-hmm. for trying to lock Carrie down. And I, yeah, again, I was like, more of this. This is what we want to mm-hmm. see. Like, I mm-hmm. love this. So everything's really good with them. But then Wyatt gets into a car crash. Mm-hmm. I took this as a like suicide attempt. Did you Same. as well? Okay. Until we learn more in the next episode. That's like I, I I kind of thought after we learned that he was like drunk and like on shrooms when yeah. he did that, I was kind of more like, okay, maybe it was just like him being reckless, reckless. like a reckless kid. But in the when he, they first said like he drove his car into a tree like that obviously makes it sound like he intentionally did that yeah but then learning that he was like drunk while he was doing that i'm sure he probably didn't mean to run the car into a tree i don't know though they didn't again super unclear for like could have made that a bit clearer totally totally and aiden just like completely loses it fair enough he Mm -hmm. he, like almost lost his kid he wasn't there he's feeling guilty and there's like long-term repercussions like he like breaks his leg and totally totals the truck and stuff and then carrie's just like yeah take all the time you need like like just fucking so apathetic like she's so yeah. bad like on the phone with him she's like breaks heel yeah. <laughs> um his son just wrapped his car around a tree yeah and she's like okay yeah like a broken leg will heal. <laughs> yeah, like, he'll be able he'll be fine he'll be dancing like, soon uh? enough like what <laughs> no yeah it was that was odd yeah it was odd like okay carrie he wasn't there so he's feeling guilty it's a fucking 14 year old so no license mm-hmm. and on drugs and has alcohol in their system like this is fucking bad and mm-hmm. she's just like you know kids will be kids like we'll get through this yeah, it just, like, really drove the point home that, like, Carrie doesn't, like, know being a parent or, like, kids, you know what I mean? Which is kind of unfortunate for, like, her and because it's, like, we're supposed to be rooting for them, but, like, she clearly, like, isn't a mom, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So, Miranda, uh, her boss is back from mat leave, which, again, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so did, like, six months just, like, jump ahead? Like, That's what I'm saying. But also, I was like, okay, but I think that she only took, like, three months mat leave and then – or a month or something like that. And I was like, hey, but if they work for the Human Rights Watch, Human Rights Watch, they better have good fucking parental leaves. That's, like, the point of human rights. <laughs> So it's like, this doesn't that make sense. That was such like, an interesting point to be like, I have to keep working. I yes. Was like, no, we're kind of going the opposite direction. Yeah. We've, like, okay. we've girl boss too close to the sun that now we're proving the wrong point. Yeah. yeah this is like, not the vibe. Yeah. Not the vibe at all. I was so fucking annoyed about that. She meets another lawyer at the UN. She diminishes herself once again, which again is just so fucking annoying. And then she goes to Che's show because she doesn't want to cut off her exes just, just cut them off <laughs> just and fucking che does the most like, insane is, yeah. like set ever the whole the whole set is about miranda and how much of a mess she was and why they were with her and like obviously they didn't know that miranda was going to be in the audience but I thought, like, you would have enough respect. Like, I think it's totally fair game to joke about ex-relationships and stuff like that. Mm. But in such a way, like, to be like, 
yeah, she had no idea, like, what to do or, like... Way too intimate. But also, just, it was so weird because their breakup wasn't really that bad. It's not like Miranda did some, like, huge, horrible thing. Like, they broke up pretty amicably. And so then for, like, that to be happening, I was like, this is, like, just weird because it just makes me not like Che because it's, like no respect for someone that really didn't do anything wrong towards you you know what I mean totally yeah I thought they had a mature breakup and then Mm -hmm. also you think okay well I still like cherish this person so like yeah I can maybe make some like funny quips and jabs but Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna like obliterate them in my stand-up set like and also Che you're still fucking friends with Carrie and like Right. And Che knew that Carrie was going to be there. So it's like, that was weird too. Even not knowing that Miranda was going to be there. You knew Carrie, Miranda's best friend was going to be there. It's like, that's such an odd choice. Yeah. It was so fucking bad. And then Che, Miranda leaves the set. Che runs after her and like, is like, sorry, but like, I'm sick of like, not telling my like truth or whatever because they were looking at old videos of them when like pre Mm -hmm. coming out Mm -hmm. as non-binary and stuff like that and I'm like and so they're like I'm tired of having to explain myself I'm like well yeah I I get that they have to constantly explain their identity and constantly correct people and like for misgendering them and stuff like that but like I'm like but this is a part that you kind of do have to explain yourself like that's taking accountability when you like have hurt someone's feelings Right, right. I know. I did not think that was handled well. Yeah. And then Che just like leaves with <laughs> Toby. It was like that was such an abrupt way for like having this emotional fight with your ex in the street. Yeah. To just like turning around and be like, guess who that was? Like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, just like added insult to injury. Like that was. Yeah. It was and weird. like if I was Toby, I'd be like, yeah, you're kind of a dick for like suing your yeah. ex-girlfriend. Um, and like making fun of like being a late stage lesbian and like mm-hmm. maybe we should not hang out. Like, like No, literally, literally. Charlotte sells a painting to Sam Smith and naturally, yeah, goes out for drinks with the girls and she heads home wasted and she finally snaps and says like, all three of you are like fucking ungrateful. You can't run this house without me. And like, I'm not going to be doing the majority of the work around the house like you guys are gonna have to step up and I'm like fucking finally no she popped off there and for good reason yeah Yeah. she really did uh Seema like we mentioned before says I love you during sex even though they've dated for three and a half weeks but it's the love of her life story she did might be like we're not even gonna see him in season three but like whatever no yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, Naya is invited to Andre's baby shower and buys them a stroller. And then Lisa um, is worried because her documentary is becoming a 10-part series on PBS, but she's pregnant, so she doesn't know how she's going to balance it. And then this is when they have the conversation about an abortion. I actually was mad at Herbert at this part because A, Lisa fucking told him to get a vasectomy after their second kid. He doesn't. Yes. And vasectomies are reversible. Yeah. So she thought it was because she was hormonal. Oh, well. Like, get it twice then. So get it twice or tell your partner, uh, no, we still need to use condoms because right. I never got that vasectomy. 
Right. Like fucking brutal. And then he offers to help. And it's like, no, you are the partner. You're supposed to be 50 50. You can't just help raise this mm-hmm. child. Like, mm-hmm. that just like pissed me off. Yeah. It's like when dads say that, like, they're babysitting their own child. It's like, uh, no, you're just being a father. Like, yeah, you're yeah. fathering your child. Like, I, yeah. it drives me like absolute. Yeah. It's one of my biggest fucking pet peeves. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I mm-hmm. also love you so much, Herbert. I think he's a great character. And I was like, yeah, quit same. with this shit. Like, no. yeah. yeah. So weird. Uh, but then later that night, unfortunately, Lisa has a miscarriage. And she's feeling a lot of guilt in the finale because she's like, did I kind of like wish this or think this? Which, again, is like so like such an important like theme and I wish that they had had more time to touch on it because I, I feel know. like they just like rushed through it. And I feel like so many people could probably relate to that. And we're probably like invested in her being pregnant and everything. And so it's like, it just seems like, so they did not do it justice. I feel like 100% like that is also such a universal feeling of having like negative thoughts and then the negative thing happens and you're like oh my god I like willed this to happen yeah totally totally uh yeah they could have just done so much more with this and it's such Mm -hmm. a disservice to these characters uh we wrap up this episode with Anthony he's a top and Giuseppe is a verse and Mm -hmm. Giuseppe's like when do I get to fuck you and he's like oh no like that's the girl's like that's the girl in yes. the relationship I was like okay internalized homophobia like no seriously yeah I also love that you wrote he loves Tony like <laughs> Giuseppe loves Tony <laughs> yeah this was again just like such it's just like such a half cooked like plot line you know what I mean it's like brought up and they like talk about it a couple of times but it's like not like anything it doesn't amount to anything you know what I mean and then also again not to get super graphic but in episode 11 when he does finally bottom he looks like he wants to kill himself (laughs) like that was such an interesting choice on their part to depict that in the way that they did yeah like I get that like maybe the first time's uncomfortable so he's like alarmed but like he looked like he was dissociating He was not in his body at that point in time. There's no evidence to support that. Yeah, he was not looking well. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, my God. So, but like they're at a good place. So like I'm happy yeah. for him. But yeah, I don't know. It's just he's just talking about how he's like older school and Giuseppe is younger and have different values. So yeah, things that he needed to work out. But like, again, like we didn't get to see any of the like middle part to that. Mm-hmm. Totally. So we're cruising into episode 11. We finally get the moment we've all been waiting for. Samantha calls Carrie. And boy, did it <laughs> disappoint. <laughs> no, I literally was like, okay. Also it was 74 seconds and it was, Oh, it was so quick. It zooms by and I actually like paused for a second and I was like, what the actual fuck was this? Like we actually just didn't need it at this point. No, there was no point. And also, like, I also thought it was so weird because she's like, oh, I was on my way to surprise you, but now my flight's delayed, so I'm just, like, not coming at all. Like, because she's like, oh, I would have been on the first flight tomorrow back. Like, why? Why wouldn't you have, like, stayed to visit your longest friends in the, like, 
in you know what i mean because she didn't say she had a reason to get back no, she was just no, like i just no. i was on the first flight home in the morning i was only gonna stay for a couple hours like that was what? so weird because it just like didn't make sense like yeah i did not like that and her line delivery like it was clear that it was a pa reading the lines back to mm, totally kim cattrall and like mm-hmm. carried the same like they didn't film that together obviously oh obviously and yeah. her line delivery was like my fight got delayed and I won't be able to make it on time. So I'm going to miss your last supper. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it was just like not giving, like it was very clear. Kim did not want to be there. And like, yeah. we knew that, but like you could have acted like you did. I know. And she was like, Oh, Pat Fields is back. Like the stylist to do my outfit, bitch. You were sitting in a car. I didn't see the outfit. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was, so, it was so lame. Yeah. Again, another like, underdone like if you're not gonna do it well just like don't, don't do, do it. it like same with basically all of the plot lines in this yeah season. it's like oh your husband died but i sent flowers but now you're moving and i make a trip but then don't yeah and i i schedule like an emergency <laughs> trip home but then i actually can't be bothered to come and like actually spend time with you for more than a singular dinner party. <laughs> it's so bad. Like if that was actually one of your friends and they were like, oh, I was coming home for your birthday, like dinner tonight, but I now I can't because my flight's delayed. It's like, wouldn't you still want to come at some like, wouldn't you still try? Like, that's just it was weird. It was so bad. Yeah, it just made no sense. Do you think she'll be back for season three? Because season two is getting so much hype and like buzz no yeah no i don't think she will and that's fine i think they've done a really good job at like replacing her like i think lisa is very samantha coded no, um Seema. so is Seema. oh yeah oh you think, I think both, both of them, of them. oh mm-hmm. yeah i think okay both. cool i think lisa has that like confidence and she's just like kind of like take no shit kind of like um samantha and so i feel like they do a good job of like filling in those gaps but I just don't see her actually coming back. And if they did, I would literally be overwhelmed because I'm like, I don't need another character. Like, I yeah. don't need more yeah. going on. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so true. So Carrie hosts the party and we're skipping around here a little bit. But at the end, Aiden arrives. He throws rocks at her window, which is a callback from a previous episode. Mm-hmm. He finally comes into the apartment and to break up with her yeah like to literally break up with her i was like oh to 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 make more bad memories in this space <laughs> no this is like actually triggering for me because i was like oh wh- where's his suitcase and i was like oh this is just so obviously a breakup and like yeah this no, didn't feel good like jesus Christ. we saw yeah. it coming yeah so he's like why it's 14 years old this was actually a very serious situation and Carrie's like, well, I can move there. Like, that's fair. You can't spend too much time here. You need to be present. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, actually, no, because if you're there, I'm just going to be thinking about you the whole time. And he's like, can you wait five years for why to turn 20? Because he's almost 15. And then we'll get together. And Carrie's like, What? And then (laughs) she's like, and like, I expect her to be like, no, like, that's not realistic. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do in the the next five years? No, no, seriously, because does he expect her to like literally not talk to any other man for five years? And also, it's like, just because of everything that happened with Carrie and Big, like, he literally died. And like, she, like, why would you want to waste five more years not seeing the person that you love? Like, that's such a 
crazy thing to ask like a widow like hey i'm just like we'll just waste another five years we'll continue to live our separate lives and then come back like that is an insane thing to ask anyone i i so bizarre it was but then they hook up and it's like oh of course yeah and then she's like okay and we see so much of aiden's nude body (laughs) like i was like oh my god (laughs) I've seen way too much of Aiden this season. Also, Carrie never has sex on camera. That I, I feel like she wrote that yeah. into her one of her, I think her season two contract. So I felt like them having sex and them showing so much of it. I was like, oh, this is like kind of a big deal. Well, I also feel like Miranda specifically wrote it into her contract. She's yeah. like, I want you to show me having all the sex. It was so much. Like, so much. Literally. Oh my God. That's so fucking true. Uh, so yeah, she's like, okay with that. And then, um, Seema's partner also kind of like tries to break up with her, but like not also because he says he's also in love with her and he needs to go shoot in Egypt for five years or five months. Sorry. He's not Aiden. And so they, (laughs) they go to Greece together which is fun but it's like okay well you guys can't like go on the hunt for guys or anything because you're technically still dating your men yeah it yeah that was so weird just like a weird plot line in general and also like Seema not wanting to go with him was kind of confusing yeah you've made it out to be like he's the love of your life and if he wants you to go with him but also they spend no quality time together he's always on his phone and every single clip he was on his phone or he's like fucking vaping yeah and we're supposed to be like oh (laughs) so hot goddamn life yeah yeah, it's not the vibe and like also if she can't go to egypt why is she in greece Right. And why can't I mean, she work remote she could just or something? Be, or like just do like a week off, a week on or whatever. And she could be in Greece just for like a quick trip. Yeah. As opposed to five months. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was just like a weird added thing that they did. It was so And like brutal. as if Carrie going to Greece like changes that the rest the next five years are yeah. <laughs> mis- miserable and lonely. Like Do you think season three they're gonna do like a five year time jump? Oh my god. At least I would get rid of Rock and Lily. Like <laughs> their current characters. I don't know. I don't know what would what they're gonna do, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So is there any other things we could that you wanna touch on specifically from this dinner party? Oh, the Naya thing. I guess that was kinda like the biggest. Oh, but that was like the worst thing in my life. Like, why was she doing the worst flirting so obnoxiously over dinner? Yeah, she was she turned into like such a strange person when she became single. <laughs> like she was like, because I really liked her in like season one and in yeah. the season she was she was kind of giving the bumbling idiot, yeah, like, but in a different way, in yeah. like a like relationship way. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. No, that's yeah, so that true. Strange. But like the actor Toussaint or whatever, like hot mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. um, I guess the foreshadowing with the chocolate souffle to the Michelin star totally. chef, like that all makes sense. But like, and like her not wanting to go that night. And then like Miranda forces her to go and yeah. then like she meets him. Like, yeah, cute. Totally cute. Very cute. But like, why was she like, so you want me to lick this spoon? And then 
oh this exploded yeah. in my mouth and i, I was totally like, I forgot I about this. that yeah and then she's like what else do you have in store for us like mm. and like then, what do you want him to say all 15 like, other attendees were just sitting there like in absolute silence like, like do you two know each other like i'm confused like i just picture them being so confused Ugh. and then just like the montage of it all that's oh my god the final uh, montage yeah because just... they couldn't fit all of these storylines no. storylines yeah. in so they were just like okay uh we'll just put like a five minute montage play like the music like everything the vibes were so off the fact that Charlotte was just like setting up her phone the entire montage. I'm like, <laughs> what, is the, what does this symbolize? Like, I'm not understanding what the relevance is of her setting up her phone. 100%. So yeah. And like this. Because sh- everyone else was like beautiful couples, <laughs> like doing like, and she's. She's like, I don't understand. Like, connect to the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's what like all the couples being intimate, and the and like right. Miranda hitting it off with the the BBC producer, and then mm-hmm. Charlotte just like can't figure out her iPhone. Charlotte enters her bumbling idiot era for like yeah. the last like five, five minutes, and she's like, I don't get it. Literally. <laughs> so like, I left this season mad at all the men, like Herbert and Harry, for like not being equal yes. partners. Seema for being Delulu with Ravi. Naya, honestly happy for her, even though she was kind of a loser in this last episode. (laughs) Um, And then, like, Lisa, again, Herbert and her, like, patched things up, so I'm happy for Mm -hmm. them. Happy for Anthony, if he's okay with the laughter that such. If that was, like, consensual and, like, he's okay. And then, like, pissed at Carrie and Aiden. Yeah. I'm always pissed pissed at at Miranda. Yeah, but for her, for Green, too, like, hello? (laughs) I mean, but we know that's not real. That's not how that will pan out. Yeah. No, there's no no fucking way. way. And then, like, Charlotte, like, I don't know. Charlotte just, like, not yet. She's always just, like, non-existent in my, like... No, so Dogs, true. She's yeah. like she's like there, but she's not. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with season three. I'm kind of confused as to how they'll proceed. Yeah, me too. Also, it's not going to come out for like six years. That's what <laughs> I think about everything right now. I'm like, everyone's on strike. Like, there's no way that this is happening. Maybe for, like, they're so doing, long. mark this timestamp, everybody. Maybe they're doing the five-year jump. Because maybe it doesn't come like, out seems... till next year. And they like... It seems insane to me that in a reboot that's already so many years later that you would do another jump like that that's crazy also when has a tv show ever done that and made it work never like they're so lucky that they're getting season three of a fucking reboot like you really have to hunker down now and like make it worth it and I fear they won't. I fear they. I fear it'll be a season one and season two all over again. Yeah. But yeah, I do think it'll be interesting to see like what Carrie's doing. Yeah. But like, that's like the one I'm most intrigued about in season three because everyone else I'm like kind of like you're just boring. Will we ever hear from Shu ever again? Yeah. Oh. I think she will be there. Okay, but in the five year jump, she's like an old, an old cat, an old broad. <laughs> there will not be a five year jump. If they do, I'm sorry, I will not watch it. I can't, especially with all the 
Because they had the original show, then the movies, which were already jumps, then the reboot, which is another jump. They can't. They can't. Let it go at that point. Let it fucking rest in peace. But I, I, I am curious because I feel like since Aiden became such like a key player in the season and he was like a main character for the last like what four episodes, I feel like. They, they'll want him to be part of season three, but I don't understand how that would work. Could you so. imagine, though, if in the first episode of season three, they're like, yeah, so um, Aiden and I dated for six six more months, and just like that, we were broken up for like... I feel like that's going to happen. That's so unsustainable. There's no way. Yeah. And, like, it also was just, like, it kind of goes back to when they were dating in the actual show. Like, the biggest gripe between them was that like he was like a country boy and she was not and it's like they're kind of just doing that all over this was like something's literally never changed and like you were just fundamentally two different people literally and girls if a guy says wait for me for five years like fucking run for the hills be like no dice like that's not how these things what wait for what oh god yeah for his tiny whiteies and his asshole children I'm so triggered. Yeah, me too. And his upper thigh. <laughs> yeah, that was like wait. They should have they should have titled the episode Aiden's Upper Thigh because that's what this was. That was way too way too much skin. <laughs> like, <laughs> they clearly had his contract was clearly like show as much skin as possible. I want people to know I have a banging bod at this yeah. stage that's what that's what he, him and Miranda had the same contract for sure they were like just show us naked all the time oh my god okay this is super fun to go through all these episodes where can the listeners find you and anything else you want to plug they can listen to my podcast Parch Cart Convos anywhere you listen to podcasts and you can follow me on TikTok at mad underscore Mitch love that for you i feel like every time you come on you're like i'm not consistent with podcast episodes but know what you fucking are yeah (laughs) you've been killing it i've been really good it's all the free time i have yeah Yeah, perfect making good use out of it yeah (laughs) love that for you okay thanks thanks so much for having me And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Maddie for joining me on today's episode. If you're looking for more RTBB content, definitely check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash RTBB podcast, and follow me on socials at RTBB podcast. I appreciate you so much for listening, and I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.